SC is back. It's uh, been a fortnight. Good to be back on the airwaves. Um, here with Hicksy again. I feel like it's a two-man show at the moment. Yeah, there's not much happening with the uh, other boys. Um, I don't know what they're doing. Must be all really busy or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's been a few events happening uh, in the SC world. Um, we haven't had the podcast for the last fortnight, like I just said. But um, And it's the perfect time of year, too. you got NRL starting this week, uh, AFL in a fortnight's time, um, and the SC Flyers are... On flying. The, yeah, they are flying, <laughs> literally. Uh, on the leaderboard, uh, finally, for our local basketball, which we will get into. But before we do that, mate, what's been happening in the world of Ben Hicks? Yeah, like you said, it's been a busy couple of weeks. We haven't had the pod for a while. But, um, yeah, I've been actually pretty busy. I've, I've had bucks parties, weddings, uh, footy camp, you name it, I've done it. Um, a little bit under the weather now after a big weekend, but uh, ready to get into it. So, uh, yeah, talk us through the bucks party, mate. Uh uh, just your standard Melbourne, um, went down on Friday night, um, a few beers at the pub, not too much because I had a big day on the Saturday. And then, yeah, just journeyed around Melbourne, uh, jumped on a boat, went out into the docks there and came back and, yeah, it was a um, pretty large weekend. Yeah, so um, recovering from that still and, yeah, I had a wedding on the weekend. One of my best mates and his beautiful partner got married and, yeah, it was a lovely weekend, big, but, yeah, very nice. Oh. Looks like you've been up to a bit of mischief. I love it. And what about yourself, mate? Uh, you been up to much? Uh, yeah. So we've started, as people would have seen on the social media, the Locked Group, um, which has actually taken off really well. We've had over 70 people join already. And I reckon the best bit about it is it's people that generally want to just talk about sports. Um, so instead of me taking an hour to come up with a post for the results of a game, it's better just for me to post in there. What are your thoughts on that? And uh, everyone's been given a few tips, a few laughs, a few funny videos that you've sent through. Yeah, that's a couple. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's been awesome, to be honest. I've loved it. Um, so thanks for those that have joined. And if you haven't yet, um, look up the uh, SC Locked group on Facebook and answer a couple of easy questions to get yourself in there and get involved. So, no, it's been very good for those that have joined that. Um, but, yeah, basketball, we uh, – Played last night, like I said, got the got the first win, won by thirty eight points. Oh, not bad for a first win. Jeez. Yeah, not bad considering. Um, but nine twenty p.m. games is. Oh, I was is, in bed by then. Five yeah, it's, it was it was bloody late. By the time you finish the basketball, get home and get to bed and wind down, it's nearly one o'clock in the morning. So, um, who were the star players from last night's game? Besides, uh, besides yourself, of yeah, course. no, besides myself, um, Corey. I think Corey had 20 points, but I reckon he had 48 shots to go with it, which is funny because it's the 48th episode that we're doing tonight. Um, but, yeah, Corey played well. Everyone scored, which was good, so no one got a fine, um, except Perfect. except for me for airballing a free throw, which is... That's two weeks in a row, though. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but oh, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. But um, just winding back to the week before that. Um, so we first week we lost by 10 points. Um, obviously, this week we won, but last week uh, the game actually got abandoned. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so one of the boys playing on our team, I'm not going to mention his name, but um, was having a great game actually. He hit four points in a row, I think it was, and ball went up the other end of the court and he's gone to block the layup um, and slipped down. And the next thing you know, I've looked down and gone, uh, there's his kneecap in the middle of his quad. Oh, Jeez. And it was that evident that it was sickening out, and I just did the old turn away. Couldn't believe what I've just seen, and I felt sick, and I felt sorry for him. Going, gee whiz, like that's that's not painful. And, I, and one of the boys goes, "Oh, have a look at his wrist." I said, "His wrist? What? It's his knee. His kneecap's nearly hitting his hip." 
And he goes, oh, I have a look at his wrist. And I've turned around and his wrist is dislocated. Oh, it looked no. like it was about to come out the skin. Oh, bloke. Um, so he's got the double whammy done. And um, because that layout went in, we technically lost the game. Um, I'm not going to put it on him. But, uh, <laughs> oh, it's, geez, well, we send um, our best wishes to him anyway in his recovery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, one of the boys in our fantasy group as well, and um, it wasn't nice to see. But, oh, yeah. yeah, he handled it, like, very, very well. And, yeah, couldn't believe it. It was one of the most gruesome things I've seen on the court. That's and poor thing, yeah. Um, stood up really well, though, but just goes to show even local rec Seagrave basketball on a Monday <laughs> yeah. night. Jeez, um, they take it serious, don't you? Injuries can happen. So we put him on the injury list spot at the moment like you did for the fantasy. Um, and uh, we're probably looking for an extra player at this stage. I think he might be out for the year with oh, those. No. Um, so well, Quick recovery to him anyway. Yeah, exactly. But that's about all that's happening from us. Uh, today's episode's pretty much going to be around um, the NRL, which is starting on Thursday. Uh, you got the Eels versus the Storm to kick the year off which um, as Victorians, I thought it would be a good opportunity for them to sort of have a game in Melbourne, yep. maybe on the Saturday night or whatever it was. But um, it's in Sydney, so um, obviously they know their fixtures better yeah, than me. Just our roles, I guess. But um, I was oh, sorry, I didn't even tell you about this, but I'm going to talk about a little bit about the UFC as well. I watched it the week before. We, like I said, we've been away for a while. Um, Volkanovski's fight, I don't yep. know if you've seen it, but. Bloody good effort from the young fella. The young fella, I was say the little fella. I'm pretty sure <laughs> he's like 30. Um, but, yeah, that was that was awesome to watch. And um, we're going to do another deep dive into the AFL from 14th to 9th on Ooh, the ladder yeah. and uh, see, what, see what you've got in store for us there. So. I might have a cheeky quiz for you at the end. I might um, whip something up uh, just to make it a bit more interesting because we haven't had the quiz for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm flat and on that. Everyone loves it, so I might, yeah, put you to the test, I reckon. All right, awesome. All right, we'll go to a quick break before we start, and um, that's about it. Perfect. <laughs> Let's go to a break. Now it's time for a bit of the UFC, like I talked about. UFC 284 um, was in Perth, and... The crowd was unbelievable to start it off. Uh, there was a lot of Aussies that fought, um, but nothing erupted more than um, men, in, men at work. Um, what's the, is it? I come from a land down under. Oh, down under, yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry. sorry. I just lost my train of thought there myself. But hearing the crowd sing that with him and oh. Volkanovski walking out, like that's got to be oh, one really? of the best feelings. Was it at Optus? Uh, I don't know if it was at Optus. It was somewhere in Perth. Yeah, because that would have been unreal because they got the best stadium over there. Yeah, so I thought, you know what, I don't. I tried to talk about UFC a little bit, um, but I generally watched it and it was bloody good. So you had Jimmy Crute, a bloke from Bendigo, actually. Bendigo. Um, who fought and he was gone for all money in the <laughs> second round. I've never seen someone eat so many punches in the face. And anyway, this bloke's got up and he's just come back and um, he's won at the end of the fight. Um, actually, sorry, it was a draw. But so he. Knocked this bloke down. Then there was takedowns. There was, it was one of those things that you go, it could have gone either way, but obviously it's ended in a draw. But yeah, that was an unbelievable fight and good to watch. So he's our age, sitting uh, in the octagon throwing punches, and we're sitting here talking about talking him. about him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, then there was Justin Taffer, who won in a minute uh, in Eight. a in the heavyweight fight. So he was a was big a boy. Yeah, knockout straight away. And it was That's all op- they do, don't they? The big boys, they just start throwing yeah. them. Yeah. The other bloke, um, 
Parker Porter was his name. Sounds like a superhero. <laughs> uh, but it, anyway, he was an American bloke and he said, you know, he likes to come out and knock blokes out early, so I'm going to get on the front foot early. Um, and he got on the front chin early. Yeah, instead. he punched with his head. Yeah. <laughs> so that was an interesting fight. But um, then leading on to the, really the co-man event fights, there's a bloke called Dallow who versus Randy Brown. Um, he won on submission in the first round. He's known for his knockouts as well, but he – this other bloke ate punches again off him and uh, I reckon he knocked him out and then he got him in submission. The only reason I remember is because I bet on him for a knockout. Um, <laughs> cool. And he got him in submission, so um, he won that easily as well. Um, and then you get into the co-main event fight. There's a bloke called Yar Rodriguez who came out. Uh, it was like music off Breaking Bad when he came out and he was getting booed by everyone. Um, and he is generally one of the best fighters I've I've seen like live when you're watching a fight, you're like, this bloke is just next level. Oh, really? Like he's he's doing round, roundhouse kicks, everything that you can imagine. Like technically, I'm not massive USA fighter, but you can just tell that this bloke yep. is unbelievable. And with a 16 and three record, um, oh, yeah, you can see why. But then to the main event, you had Islam versus the Volk. Um, yep. He looked gone for all money in the first round. Had him. Um, Islam's known for his submissions as well and it was just like, all right, here he goes, he's going to tap out and then you see him turn around like he was Triple H or something, give him the finger <laughs> and say like, I'm still I'm still in this fight, which is really, really good. Um, I know a lot of people probably know about this by now but it was, yeah, it was an unbelievable fight and I reckon if that fight had gone another 30 seconds, Volkanovski could have beaten him because he, he, he got back on top and started punching him and the crowd lifted. and um, went, went to decision, did it or what was the... Yeah, went to decision and um, Islam remained champion. So mm. um, what do you call it? Volkanovski was a champion at a lighter weight. Pretty sure it was featherweight. Don't yep. quote me on it. Um, but then he went up to fight the champion in the class above. Yeah, yeah. So he was going to win both belts, but he still he still kept his own and it was sort of you're not going to really lose anything here except yep. for probably a bit of CTE. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so he they, they've already said that they're going to have a rematch in Abu Dhabi. So... Um, I reckon the Australian crowds are really going to get into it from there. But um, any chance of seeing you in a UFC ring anytime soon? Uh, no, probably not. Um, I reckon it'd be it'd be nice to bash someone, but I wouldn't no. want to get fucking flogged either. Yeah, it's it, just a, it's a mental sport when you're watching it. Like, so, uh, speaking of different sports, um, the UFC is also. I think we might have talked about this three or four episodes ago. Have started off a new series, so. It's called Power Slap. I don't know if you've seen oh, it. Oh, I have seen this. Yep. <laughs> That's Tim. Yep. <laughs> that, that is porridge. <laughs> so the winner of the fights, I looked this up because I wanted to clarify for it. The winner gets two grand. Yep. And CTA. Yeah. And the loser gets CTA. <laughs> Bloody hell. So um, for those that haven't seen it, I'm sure a lot of people would have seen videos of it. And um, just to clarify what I am talking about, it's basically you've got to stand in this square um, and these two. Um, if you can call them humans, will look at each other through the eyes and it's just take turns at trying to knock each other out with a slap. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know where Dana White's going with that one. Like, you got they've got to sign, obviously, uh, contracts and yeah, stuff, so he's surely. probably covered in that aspect. But I don't know what people are thinking getting into that sort of thing. Oh, it's like, very nuffy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. Um it's literally going against the way of sports and the way that everyone's looking at concussions and that. And yeah, but anyway, well, yeah, it's different. Each to their own, I reckon. Um, 
<laughs> definitely moving on from that one quite quickly. So, like I said, we've got the NRL starting on uh, Thursday night between the Eels and the Storm. Um, are you a Storm man or are you looking at getting a team going into 2023? Well, I have been a Storm man, um, obviously, because living in Melbourne. Used to go to the footy and they used to, I think it was either half-price tickets or free tickets if you bought an MCG ticket and you go across to Amy Park or wherever it was and go watch the Storm. So I've watched a few games and just jumped on them. Um, obviously, love like Billy Slater and Cooper Cronk and all them. Um, but I'm, I'm happy just watching and, yeah, don't really have a team. Um, I wouldn't mind the Dolphins in their first season. The Dolphins, yes. So you still don't have a uh, <laughs> lockdown location as far to my knowledge at the moment. But... Yeah, there is, uh, they're paying $81 to win it, so um, get on them. But uh, I spoke to our foreign correspondent, Shed. Uh, he's over in the UK, um, as people would have seen on our stories, living it up over there. I reckon he's drank them dry, so he might be back over here <laughs> by Thursday night. Um, but he's given us a little bit of topics to talk about because Ooh. we're not massive NRL boys, but he says um, the Storm are going to be hovering around the top six mark. Um, he sees they've lost Hectic Cheese. Yeah, Hectic. He's going um, to the Roosters. He's going to the Roosters. So he reckons that they'll float around there. Pappenhausen still injured uh, or got injured again, I should say. So for those that are from the Victorian or just go for the Melbourne Storm in general, um, he reckons will the Roosters live up to their big expectations? Well, I've got no fucking idea, Shed, um, <laughs> to be honest with you. I know they've got Tedesco and a few other blokes and they've always been thereabouts. So, yeah. um, has, has Shed said anyone's going to perform well or is it just everyone's just going to slide? Yeah, well, he's a bit of a negative bastard, Shed. So um, he has said, though, that it's going to be a close comp this year. He reckons it's going to be closer than it has been over the last couple of years. Um, whether, or not, whether or not he's actually a reliable source, um, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he's just been drinking the sauce at the moment. But um, my boys, the Cowboys, um, they sort of shot up a bit last year, um, finished in the top four, I think. I think they can finish fourth. I should know. But um, they sort of surprised a few people, and I think that they'll be thereabouts again um, in that sort of same pack as the Roosters, Panthers, Storm, like I've just mentioned. Um, and Shed's also finished off with the Canary Bulldogs. Should we get on them again? And Tip last year, wasn't it? It was his tip last year, and I'm pretty sure they finished second last without looking at the ladder. So uh, maybe he's not the most reliable bloke, but uh, it would be interesting to see. The Dolphins could be interesting. The Dolphins, we'll see how um, the Dolphins go. I was um, reading an article before, and someone's already signed for another team for next year, and round one hasn't even played. That's how you know how we're talking about a couple of pods ago. Yeah, it's just random that they do that. So I'll. Uh, I'll up you one there. I actually looked at one the other day, and he signed in 2025 for another team. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, you're going to be sitting there going, boys, I've got your back out there today. Yeah. You, you know, you and me teammates, but I'm also heading to the Dolphins in three years' time. And yeah, I'll be playing against you in a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how I feel about it. It's a bit, it's a bit hard. I, don't, I know they're trying to revolutionise it a bit, and I guess sport's more of a business now than it is about loyalty. But yep. Um, anyway, each to their own again. But, yeah, so who's, who's your tip going into the NRL to win it? Um, oh, geez. Shed hasn't given me much to work <laughs> on. Everyone's not going to perform well next year. Uh, I'll follow my boy Hectic. We'll go the Roosters. Go the Roosters? Yep. What about you? Cowboys? See you. I am going to go the Cowboys. Um, I Hopefully they stay up there this year and um, sort of have the form that they did last year. I think the Rabbitohs will be up there as well. Mm-hmm. Um 
With lateral. <laughs> lateral. <laughs> Just dodging the cops <laughs> and the defenders. Um, uh, I think that they will be up there. My mate Harley absolutely loves them and um, I might actually ask him for a bit of intel throughout the year to – might even get him on the pod. Uh, depends on how, how many beers he's had. But What about for the Cowboys? Who's the Jake Stringer? Who is tearing up preseason? Uh, there's always one. Um, and Jake Stringer's actually <laughs> done his hamstring, so he's yeah, in there for does one. it every year. Uh, Ruben Cotter is a bloke, I think, again, I spoke about him last podcast, played for the Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ruben. Ruben, yeah. Uh, he played for the Maroons, uh, Queensland last year. He's a big big boy. There's quite a fair few big boys in uh, North Queensland, but um, I reckon that he'll go all right this year from all reports of me just seeing their page every now and then. Sounds good. Not that I've got the most knowledge ever, but, yeah, I – I think the Cowboys will go all right. Um, if anyone is um, major on the NRL out there, please add yourself to the lock group and give us a bit of insight on it. Um, yeah. Definitely helps us as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like you, you, you can probably hear it from the other side of the microphone that we're trying to you know, bump it up for the year. Because we want to talk about all this stuff, but we're not experts and we don't want to sound like experts. So, yeah, so um, if you are an expert or not an expert, post in the group. Yeah, let us know who's going to go all right this year. Um yeah, even message the page, whatever you want to do. But we will be um, talking about it a little bit more this year, um, even though Shed's absence is gone. So um, yet again, uh, add yourself to the lock group. Um, and if you want to give us 500 bucks a week for sponsorship as well for the pod, please let us know as well. Um, although there is people queuing up to do so. <laughs> um, should we get into the AFL now or do you want to go to a break? We can get straight into it. We are experts on the AFL, so we might as well get into it. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll start with, so last week we got to Adelaide, or last episode we got to Adelaide. Yes. Um, and there was mixed reviews on where Adelaide would sit. I actually got a few messages from people saying um, they're going to finish last, and then I got a few people saying they'll make the eight. So Interesting. I feel like before we do get into it, that this next bracket of teams um, and maybe a few underneath that we've already talked about, they could sort of go either way. And that's sort of the AFL, sort of like what Shed said with the NRL, it's quite a close comp and it doesn't take much for teams to boost back up like Collingwood did last year. Um, It's going to be interesting to see who does make it and these are just predictions at the end of the day. That's what you want though. You want everything to be close. It's better to watch a game when it's under two goals and your own team win by 100 points, I think. Yeah, fair enough. Um, maybe because your team made the prelim last year. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> I've just said a few positive things and now we're getting into Hawthorne. Um, the team <laughs> that someone last week said that they're going to make the premiership. Yeah, they're going to win the premiership. Going to win the premiership. Which we'll I, buy them a super box if we'll, they do. Yeah, we'll buy them a corporate box. But um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Brove's just going to go whack and say that they finished 18th this year, mate. Because that list is horrible. Um, there's no if, buts, or maybes about it. You've had um, O'Meara leave. Um, who else is gone? You've had Tom Mitchell leave as well. Yep. Um, your only big in really is probably Carl Amon. He'll be handy for them. He's a good player at yeah. Port. I think um, he'll be a serviceable player. But um, you also lost Jack Gunston to Brisbane as well. Um, who's big a boy, McAvoy. Big boy, McAvoy's retired. So it's pretty, older heads there, pretty but... slim pickings. Um, you've also lost Liam Shields to North Melbourne. Um, yep. But you've still got your um, wiser heads around like your Bruce. Um, yeah, I'm struggling here. <laughs> you Sicily, got, you got Sicily. Oh, yeah, you got Sicily, you got Wingard. Um, 
Not much not, else after that. Not much else after that. Um, you got Impy that's been there for a couple of years now. But, yeah, for me personally um, and from a couple of press conferences from Sam Mitchell, it looks like they're going to be in a bit of a rebuild phase. Yep. Um, and fittingly, they'll probably beat Essendon in around one by ten goals. But, um, yeah, no, for me, Hawthorne, no good this year. I, I, I don't want to go with an obvious play to watch in Carl Amon because he's the new bloke. Um, but I'm going to do it anyway Fair because enough. I don't really have much else to say. Um, but another player as well, Denver Granger Barras, um, who will be playing in defence, was a high draft pick not last year, I think the year before. Um, hasn't played too much, but they expecting big things from him, think he's a good kick. Um, so it would be interesting to see how he goes. Um, what about you? Any plays to watch? Anything on Hawthorne? Um, Mitch Lewis, I reckon. Um, he's been there about the last couple of years. Um, I think last year or the year before he had a pretty handy year and then got injured. Um, yeah, he'll be good if he can lock down that forward role and be their main target and kick all their goals because there's not much else who's going to do it, really. Where do you think they'll finish? Bottom two, I reckon. Yeah. Yep. Them and West Coast will be battling for the um, spoon. Interesting. How's Thorny in the inbox at his size rats? He reckons West Coast is going to make the eight. Ever since 2018, I hope they fold. <laughs> yeah, yeah it'll be interesting. Like they, they've got experience, but we've spoken about Hawth- uh, West Coast, so if you want to listen to that episode, we'll wind back to that. Exactly. Um, yeah, so basically if you're a Hawthorne supporter, you might not like my takes at the moment. But anyway, some sides have got to finish last, and I think you will. That's true. Um, moving on to the Gold Coast, mate, your team to look at. The Suns, yes. Um, finished 12th last year, uh, 10 wins, 12 losses. So I think they'll be happy if they can get over 50% win rate. Yep. They can win more games than they lose. Um, they're only two games outside the eight. And they've traded out uh, Josh Corbett to Frio, uh, Jack Bowes to Geelong. Yep. That was big in the off-season. Did you watch that doco about it? Yeah, I yeah, did. Elite. Uh, and then Isaac, I watched it the night it came out. I'm not going to And then Isaac Rankin, apparently, to Adelaide, and he tore up the match sim the other day, kicked Kids. five goals or something. Yeah. Yeah. That I was an inter-club. Three, yeah. 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 He did play well. Um, traded in Ben Long from St Kilda. Yes, so I, they played Essendon in, um, the other day at the stadium next to Metricon. Yep. Or, it's not called Metricon now. It's called Heritage Homes or something. Heritage, Heritage Bank, I think yeah, Heritage it is. Bank's close. But, yeah, there was that camera work too by KO and or Fox Footy. I don't know what was going on there. Knocking or, it or something. Was it? I reckon half the time I was just watching the uh, Twilight traffic go home after work. <laughs> but uh, it was probably better than watching the Dons. But, uh yeah, sorry, go back to what you were saying. Ben Long um, obviously was playing off half-back and actually had a heap of it. Um, looked pretty good and they were sort of seeing him as a leader and I guess they've got a lot of a younger group around him. So good luck to him. Hopefully he goes all right. The only downside to him, he's a very hard player, but that kind of rules him out for a couple of weeks. He kind of... He does, yeah, actually. That's a good he point. He plays well for a couple of weeks and then he'll just hit someone high or put a bump on and yeah, he'll be out for a couple of weeks. But he'll be handy for them. Um, who else they get? they got Jed Anderson. Oh, I was yeah. in the supplement, um, whatever it's called, SPP, and Connor Blakely from Frio. I think they both came across in that SPP, whatever it's called. Um, they only picked one person up in the draft, and that was Bailey Humphrey. He's yep. a powerful mid. Um, he'll probably fill that rank and hole if he gets a game, and they reckon he plays like Heaney, Isaac Heaney, Ooh. which is pretty good to play like Isaac Heaney. Yeah, absolutely. But the one that my man to watch – um, missed the whole of last year is Big Ben King. Kicked, yeah. Kicked 44 goals in 21, 2021, and um, obviously missed last year with an ACL. So he'll be unreal for them down forward with um, 
Casbolt, if he's still running around, I think. Yeah, Marbiol. Um, the only person on their injury list at the moment took Miller. I think it is hamstring last week or two weeks ago. So he's touch and go for round one. Um, Corey won't be happy with that. Um, first five games, they play Sydney, Essendon, Geelong, St Kilda, Frio. What do you reckon about? They'd be happy with three, very happy with three and two. Sydney, Geelong. Sydney, Essendon. Yep. Geelong, St Kilda, Frio. If they want to play finals, they need to be three and two. Yeah, for sure. Or five straight. It actually is um, the start of the year is massive for teams making finals. Oh, like very yeah. rarely do teams that are even 0 and 2 go on and play finals. Like I think there was that one year where Sydney and Geelong both started terribly and they both made it, but it's very rare. So, yeah, they want to start 3 and 2. I don't think they will. 2 and 3, probably, um, I reckon. But where, where do you have them finishing? So you've, you've got them around 50%, or you, that's their pass mark. Yeah, well, this year I think it was 12 games you have to win to make finals. But uh, I think they've added another round on, haven't they? Yes. So, say 13. I reckon they'll be fighting with probably three, four teams for that bottom spot in the eight. Um, I'd love for them to make it. Um, I probably want them to make it more than I think they will. But uh, I'll say say eighth just because I want them to make finals. Yeah, nice. before I say mine, play to watch is Elijah Hollands. Yep. Um, yep. I think he was quite injured last year, but uh, Murray Bush Ranger player. Um, it looked very promising in that practice match, and they've got high hopes for him. So hopefully he has a good year and uh, might be someone to add into the super coach for those that want to yeah. join our league as well, which we've started Slip that up. in there, yep. A few little plugs <laughs> along the way for me today. It's like I'm working for bloody Telstra or something. Um, for me, I honestly think that they – will plateau a little bit. I think that they will stay around where they are, um, if not maybe drop one or two spots because it is so hard to break into that next bracket. Yeah, like who um, are you pushing out really? Yeah, exactly. Who are you going to push out? Um, I still think they're two two or so years away yep. from being where they need to be. And I think they um, there's going to be a bit of talk because, like you said, they're a few tough opponents early. I reckon they might have a couple of losses where they go, what's Gold Coast doing here? And Stewie. I reckon they. I don't want to. I don't want to be um, negative, Nancy, on it, but I reckon that they might have a couple of those losses where uh, they get ripped into a little bit. That's just the way that I'm feeling. Uh, whether or not that actually happens, who heard knows? it here first, anyway. But it does happen. Yeah, I'll scoops over it. <laughs> <laughs> Love your scoops but, if you listen. Yeah, so I, I do think they finished 12th last year. I think anywhere between 11th and 14th they'll finish. Uh, Fair enough. All right, who we got next? Port Adelaide. Um, and, again, like I touched on at the start of this episode, you just don't know where teams are going to finish. Yeah. Um, they finished 11th last year, obviously, but they're a type of team that could generally, if they got it together, could finish in the top six. Oh, yeah, top four probably. Yeah, and then you've and then you've got the other end where they could plummet out. Ken Hinckley could be on the um, guillotine by round seven or eight. Did They started poorly last year, didn't they? Yeah, they did. You're on five or something, was it? Or something like that, was it? Yeah, it was horrible, whatever yeah. it was. But um, So their, their first week for the season, and again, we talk about how important the start of the season is, is round one, they've got Brisbane, round two, GWS, round three, Collingwood, and round four, Adelaide. Mm, so yep. Brisbane and Collingwood obviously made the eight last year. 
they yeah. they need they need to knock off one of those sides. I think they've got to be three and one um, Jeez, in yeah. their first month. Even that Adelaide game would be tough. Yeah, well, It'll be very tough for them again. Well, it always is um, between those two. We just spoke about where we don't know where Adelaide's going to be. Um, showdown's always big in a close game, and um, that's when Jordan Dawson kicked that goal at the start of last year. I think it was round sure. one to win it after the siren. Yep, the captain so. of Adelaide. Yeah, the captain of Adelaide <laughs> interesting. in his second season, um, which is interesting. I would have thought Laird would have got it. Yeah, I would have thought so too, but you don't know what happens behind the scenes, I guess. No, you don't. But a um, couple of the ends are Junior Rioli, um, the newly named. Um, yep. You were saying he copped a few boos when he they played. Yeah, they ripped into him apparently over there. Oh, they played, yeah, because they played West Coast. Is that yeah. Right? Yep. yeah. Um, and then there's a bloke called Jason Horn Francis who's been all over the media Throughout the off season, I love. I want to watch when they play Kangas to see what happens. Who's going to be the one to run through him? I reckon. Um, he, I reckon Damian Barrett must be on his payroll or something because I reckon he's put up about ninety eight articles about him in this off season. <laughs> um, and they've obviously lost Kale Amon, which we talked about earlier, to Hawthorne. So, player to watch for me is going to be Zach Butters. Um, yep. I absolutely loved him. Not last year, the year before, he was quite injured. Uh, heavily injured throughout last season. But um, I think he's got to take the next step now and Bokes getting older like we've spoken about um, and a few other blokes have sort of left left the club. So I think he's in for a big year and I hope he's in for a big year because he's exciting to watch when he is. Um, what about you? Any plays to watch? Uh, Orazio Fantasia, it'd be nice to see him get on the park. He's had a lot of injuries but... It could spell the end of his career if he has a couple more injuries this year because he hasn't played a hell of a lot. No. But um, good little goal sneak, but, yeah, just injuries have got him down. So interesting to see what happens with him. When he is fit and firing, he can play. Yeah, he can. He can. That's it's problem. Just... And he's, it's, it's not his fault. No. Nah. He's not the, trying to get injured. But, yeah, hopefully he has a clean run at it because, yeah, he'll be handy for them. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, where, where do you see him finishing? Where they finished last year, sorry? Uh, 11th. Mm, lost Carl Amon, brought in Horn Francis. Yeah, probably about the same, I reckon. Yeah. About Ten, the same? 10th, 11th, yeah. I don't see him improving a hell of a lot. But that, like you said, they could finish top four, top six. Yeah. It's just that, yeah. So I feel like I've made a heap of big calls on each team per, <laughs> so far. So I'm going to play it safe on this one and literally say they could finish anywhere because I've got no yeah. idea. Top, um, top 18. I'm probably going to be ripped for half of the ones that I've said so far. So, on, yeah, I reckon they'll finish somewhere between 2nd and 17th. Um, as not, long as North is in, on top of them, you'll <laughs> yeah. be happy. That's what I mean. I've made that many buddy big calls. But, uh, yeah, I think they honestly can – yeah, honestly probably between 7th and 12th. Yeah, you never know which port's um, going to rock up. No, exactly right. Um, Speaking of which, you want to go into the Saints? Wow. I reckon they're one of the most frustrating teams. I don't barrack for them, but they're one of the most frustrating teams to barrack for, really. They're um, they're not going anywhere for me no. anytime soon. Like that. Cody says, a bunch of B-graders. Um, finished 10th last year, uh, 11 and 11. Um, <laughs> only one game out of the eight, but they've got Ross the boss back at the helm. Don't like it. Don't like it. Okay. Don't, don't like he's it. He's too defensive in his method or – I just think – um, he's a little bit outdated. Like it's the way he sort of played footy. Uh, he played footy. That was like in the seventies. Go watch him. Um, no, I just, I just feel like 
um, it's just sort of going back to the old ways sort of yep. thing. It's sort of like when people were talking about, it's a bit different, but people talking about her going back to Essendon, it's just like she's been out of the system for a while, didn't didn't work at Fremantle towards the end. Yes, yeah. he had great success in that period at the start of the 2010s um, and 2009 obviously as well. But I, I don't know. I just don't. I, I just think with the list and where they've got at the moment, um, it might be okay if they sort of bottom out. They go, well, Ross needs time. He knows that yep. he doesn't have the right list. That might be good. But I feel like they need some sort of rejuvenation in their team. Um, that's just me. I could be completely wrong and they have a great year. But I, I don't see where it sort of comes from. Max King's injured to start the year. Yeah, um, their injury list is one of the worst. Hanabry, in the Hanabry's gone after, let's be honest, it didn't really work out that trade. Um, coming across from Sydney, his body was cooked after that 2016 grand final. Um, yeah, where is their list sort of at at the moment? Billings is out with a fracture in his uh, oh, yeah, like you said, leg. Their injuries are some of their key players, like Max King, you said, that's round seven they reckon he'll come back. Um, Tim Membry might not play the first round. Uh, Billings as well, he's out for two months. Uh, Jack he's- Hayes. Two months as well. So they're all their forwards. Yeah. Paddy Ryder's retired. Zach Jones is out of round one. Um, I don't know what they're going to do down forward because, yeah, they're, they did pick up Zane Cordy. Yeah. So I reckon he will have to play backup ruck or something because they've only got um, Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. Paddy Ryder's gone. Marshall's going to have to have a huge year. Jaron yeah. Geary is gone as well from down back. And old Dean Kent is gone. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what a Kent. Uh, <laughs> they did draft pick 10, um, Mateus Philippou. Yep. Um, he'll, he'll probably have to play around one now because he's a forward mid. Um, I reckon he plays like Petrarca. Um, average 28 touches in under 18 to the Sandful. Um, they've got a couple of other picks, pick 31, 35, and 44, just stand mids, forwards, key defenders. They do have a forward ruck there, so who knows if he gets the gig. But um, I reckon they'll be... Bottom four at least, sixteenth maybe. They've just yeah. they got a first uh, first five rounds are actually pretty tough for them. They got Frio, yep, Western Bulldogs, yeah, Essendon, very tough, Suns, and then the Pies. No easy wins there. No, not at all. They'll have to work for those wins. Um, if they start one and one four. and four, zero and five, they'll be a long way back to come from there. Could a coach be sacked after five rounds? <laughs> we, you are just sack it, everyone. <laughs> Ken Inkley, gone. gone. <laughs> Stewie Jew, gone. Brad Scott, flag. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I don't. I don't see them going quite that well. Jack Steele had a little bit of a drop off last year. He had an enormous year before mm-hmm. that. So um, that I don't say that. Um, in a bad way, considering how well he was the year before. In Did fact, you say Jack Steele is their best player? Uh, yes, he has. Yeah, yes, him and Max King. If Max King is in, Max King might be the most valuable player. Yeah. Um, like I said, he's out at the moment. Um, but a player to watch as well, I think, is Hunter Clark. Yep. Um, he's been around for a few years now in the system. Play off the back flank there for a while. I'm not sure what they're planning on doing with him this year, but I think he's really got to step up. Um, sort of... Similar to the Andy McGrath sort of situation. Andy McGrath, obviously, a higher pick, but yep. he's got to sort of take his game from being that sort of C-plus grade player to going like this bloke's nearly an All-Australian um, material. But, yeah, I I don't see him going that well for me as well. I think that they're probably around the 15th to 16th region. So, yep. 
Yeah, not looking good for the Saints fans. It might be Mason Wood as well. He'll probably have to play forward because I was just looking at their team. There's not much else besides Membry, King, that Hayes as well played forward. They're going to struggle to put some scores up. Yeah, I agree. Um, like last year they started 5-2, and two, I believe it was, um, and it was sort of false hope because they played sort of no one yeah. at that stage. And then as the season progressed, they got progressively worse as well and finals was out of the question. So um, for me, yeah, I, th- I feel like they've sort of um, reached that window. Um, but, yeah, we'll f- I guess we'll find out in a fortnight's time. Um, moving on from 10th placed St Kilda to Calvin. The baggers. Um, two games to go into last year. They had finals sewn up. They choked oh. against Melbourne, was it, in the second last round? I believe so, yeah. Whoever it was, they absolutely butchered it. And the last <laughs> round of the season was Porridge.com. It was a great game. I was there. It was probably one of the best games I've ever been It was been voted to. game of the year and deservingly oh, so. Unreal banana peel. Um, but to be fair, I don't think Carlton were going to go on and win the flag. So maybe it's a bit of fire in the belly yep. um, going into this year. Um, I've gone as far. Um, I was very reserved with Port Adelaide. But I'm going to say that Carlton goes in the top four this year. Um, I, th- nice. I think that they'll be fourth, fourth, fifth, sixth, um, around that sort of area. Um, I just think that their matchups around the ground, especially their spine, is elite. Yeah. Um, their only concern is sort of their ruckman. I know Pitnet um, was their ruckman going into this year, but DeConig as well. Is DeConig play a bit of ruck for them? Yeah, I'm, he I'm probably has sure. to. But you've obviously um, your ends. You've got um, Blake Akers across from Fremantle, who is a good depth player. Good um, with Zach Williams going down, I think that's a pretty good pickup. Um, and Liam Jones um, going into defence there. Whether or not he plays in the first, I'm not too sure. With Weedering and uh, their other backmen down Mitch there, Mitch McGovern will probably play down there too. Yeah, I think he's injured again as well. Of course, bloody hell. Um, so. Yeah, he's on 600 Gs a year and playing in the VFR, which is elite. Um, <laughs> he's worked that well. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Well done, I reckon. Um, going into their outs, they've got Setterfield to Essendon, who not not that big of a loss, bit of a depth player as well, but wasn't really getting a game in the ones and Nunes is um, retired. So um, I could be missing a couple there, but I think that's the basis of their um, the bigger plays. But what about yourself? How do you see him going? Um, players to watch? Where do they finish? All of the above. On paper, very good team. Um, like you said, their spine is unreal. Um, Kerno and Mackay down forward. Um, that game, last game against Pies, um, I thought Kerno was just going to win it off his own boot. Yep. It's unreal. Um, their midfield, very, very strong. Uh, I think Blake Akers, he's my player to watch, actually. Um, had a really... Really big year last year, probably his best year on the wing for Freo. Yeah. Um, and with those bulls in the middle, like your Cripps and um, Kennedy's chair and all them, he'll be um, on the outside getting the little flick passes like I do and um, dishing it down to the big boys down forward. Um, I reckon they will finish in the eight, finally. Uh, I'd say sixth, seventh. Um, like I said, it's hard to kick who out of the top, but I think they will play um, finals this year which is probably deserving because the last couple of years um, has been their better years. They've had some hard years. They probably should have been in the finals last year, but, yep, definitely put them in the finals this year. Um, and I love Weedering as well. He's one of the best lockdown defenders in the league. So, Yeah, 
Oh, I agree. Um, for me, play to watch, um, it's not necessarily one individual, although it is, um, but it's mainly their small forwards, I think. Um, leading that is Jack Martin. Uh, again, he's on big money. Um, and I think he needs to have one of those years where people just go, gee, where's this bloke? Like, sort of like a Cozzy Pickett, sort of like Tyson Stengel at Geelong. Yeah. Um, one of those years where people will sit there and go, like, like this bloke's impressive. And I think that's the difference. Those small fours like him, Corey Durden. Not sure yeah. if your Cottrell gets a game because I don't Owies. think. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest multi-killer in the AFL, <laughs> that oh, bloke. He's shocking. Yeah. Um, so those <laughs> small forwards, um, I think they've got a <laughs> Jeez, that's got me. Owies. <laughs> Owies. Well, you did say a uh, question a couple of weeks ago was a small forward to win the Coleman. Uh, yeah, someone did mention that. Um, so, yeah, I think that they've got a sort of lift around your Mackays and your Kernows to have a big year. Um, Probably doesn't help that they don't, they don't drop marks. No, nah, <laughs> of, co- of course it doesn't, but it's also like when they're kicking into yeah. a bit of defensive uh, forward 50 pressure, I should say. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that they will I think that they will improve, but at the same time, geez, it'd be good to watch if yeah. they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, they're probably up there with St Kilda as the most frustrating team to to um, barrack for. Yeah, but um, it would be interesting to see, and I can't wait to get into the top eight next week. Yes, um, we, and um, make some more big calls on that. Like I said, we're only two weeks away. Um, we're going to do a tipping competition as well, which should be interesting. coming out your woo. Eh? Yeah, exactly right. Well, um, next week it'll be uh, talk about the Bulldogs, Richmond, Brisbane, and Freo. So looking forward to that. Yes. Very looking forward to that. Jason, that's, if, that's if I'm here. It could be someone else, but I doubt that. Jason can't stand you retiring yesterday Did as well. that, three-time PP. Yeah. Um, I don't think they can fill his spot now or something. Yeah, so it's two weeks late for the yeah. SSP or whatever it's called. So I um, think he did he, his string. So Did his yeah. string and then the writing was probably on the wall. you got Tarando yeah. Hopper come in. Um, I know he's only 26 years old, but, yeah, he was sort of on the outer, but great effort to uh, – Win three flags. It's not an easy oh, yeah. achievement. Um, yeah. I've done it. All right. Well, we'll do the MVP. <laughs> You've won flags. Yeah, mate. A couple of. Um, we'll do the MVP fraud awards and maybe a little bit of a quiz at the end and see Ooh, and test some knowledge. We might do five questions each and see Ooh, how we go. I like right. that. Juicy. Off the dome. All right. We'll go to a break. I'm going to make him so hard. <laughs> Here we are. Time for the votes. Uh, everyone loves these. Everyone chips in on the SC Faithful on the Instagram page. And uh, thank you very much for doing that, guys. We love it. So we'll start with us this week. We'll go the other way. Um, MVP. So one vote goes to the Aussie women's cricket team. Yes. Um, just won the World Cup. Um, they're sick. They've won six out of eight. That's Not incredible. too bad for high rate. Um, so well done to those girls. Incredible. Doing a lot better than the men's at the moment, that's for sure. Two votes goes to Ravi Ashwin. Um, he's he's been exceptional the last two tests for India. Um, took seven for I think in the last um, test, and yeah, we just had no answer for him except for sweeping the ball, which didn't work. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> funnily enough, that um, and three votes they've given it to Damian Lillard. Uh, he had seventy one points the other day, um, and he's averaging in the high thirties for like the last 12, 13 games. So. 
well-deserving there, and I think he's had an underappreciated career. Well, it's probably because he's my favourite player right, that I am <laughs> saying that, but looks like the faithful agree with me. Um, the faithful, oh, I've just given the votes away from them, but oh. the faithful have given one vote to the New Zealand cricket team. What's the go with that? Uh, today, the game just finished against uh, England, and they won by one run in a test match. Went five days, and New Zealand actually had to follow on, and they still won. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's pretty amazing finish today. You don't see. I think it's the fourth time ever a match has been won by a run. So, unreal. Good on them. Two votes are given to Manchester United. Um, I reckon I know who those votes are from, but uh, they've won the League Cup over there, which means absolute Dunkin' Donuts. Um, and they've given three votes, like I just slipped away before, to Damian Lillard as well. Jeez. So he's just skyrocketing up the board at the moment, and he'll be up the top as you can see behind us for those that are watching. Um, time for the Fraud Award now. Um, and for us, I've given one vote to Corker. Ooh, ouch, what's he done? Um, just, oh, I don't know. I'm sick of him. <laughs> he, Fair enough. He, oh, he's just, he thinks he has all these brand ideas for the podcast. He never he hasn't rocked up in about four weeks. Rocks up to basketball saying, oh, me knee's sore from footy training, but he has that many shots, it's ridiculous, <laughs> and he sits up the other end, reckons I cherry pick. So um, just a little side swipe to you, Corker, but no, nah, you, you did hit 20 points the other night. You did play well and be good to get him back on the pod soon. But nah, just we, a, won't, we won't stop hearing about it if we get him on the pod. Yeah, I know. Well, there, there's one vote just to get him back on because um, he, he's due. Two votes I'm giving to JJ Reddick. Um, now, he's just come out with a statement saying that Larry Bird's error in the NBA, um, so the 80s, for those that know, um, was nowhere near as physical as the basketball that is on today. Um, and when you've seen the game between the Clippers and the Kings the other day, it was 176 to 175. <laughs> Unreal. And you would, have, you would have thought it was the all-star game. Um, I think that's a bit of a crap comment. He's usually a really, really good um, analyst or pundit. Um, but, yeah, that's that's a pretty terrible comment, I reckon. And you got lipped off for it, deservingly so. Um, and three votes goes to Jake Paul as well. How is this bloke <laughs> getting airtime? Disney like, princess. I know that he's an influencer, has his YouTube and all that sort of stuff, but far out. Like, he's basically doing what me and you were doing, just on a bigger scale. Like, I don't know why anyone would want to tune in. Maybe to get my head punched in is <laughs> oh, probably fair. When's our boxing match? We'll have to set one up with a yeah. professional boxer. Yeah, we'll have to do that. But I don't know. It's I reckon it's crap. That's cop just, that. That's, yeah, yep. cop that. That's just my opinion. And the fraud awards from the others have gone one vote to Chelsea, who have been diabolical lately. They're closer to relegation than they are to the top four. We haven't talked about the APL that much. but um, West Ham won 4-0. They did? Yep. So I had to put that in there because, yeah. You don't see many wins. Leeds are going all right from uh, Shed. They had a 1-0 win the other day um, to get them out of relegation. So there's another good win there. Um, Arsenal and Man City are dominating up the top still and um, Manchester United and Newcastle ran out the top four. So there's your little, little yeah, touch on. There's your little touch on. Um, two votes they've given to the NBA, NBA All-Star Weekend, which is fair enough too, um, something that we also didn't talk about. But oh, it's, it's the same sort of thing. It's yeah. just... No, there's no defences. It's just a waste of time. Players are saying it's a waste of time. One of the coaches said it's the worst game he's ever um, had to be involved in. Um, he's so, for them. Shit. Yeah, it's just hasn't been looked at, 
looked upon favourably from the public, um, and three votes has been given to St Kilda. I don't know who's put that in there, but, geez, I love it. Jeez, and that. season hasn't started yet. Um, they got whacked in the pracky match. I, I dare say that's got something to do with it. So uh, who knows? They might, that before round one. Yeah, they might be featuring a little bit more than uh, what we expect. So um, behind us, for those watching uh, on YouTube, there is a leaderboard. I know that you can see it. Um, I didn't know if you could, but... Um, that'll be updated next week. So Damian Lillard's definitely going to feature on there. Um, and, yeah, but time for a uh, a modern format um, considering the uh, amount of people we have on the podcast for the quiz. So um, give us a little rundown on it, Hixie, while I grab my phone off the ground. Well, you came up with the best idea yet. We're just going to have five questions. Um, I'll give you five questions and you give me five. And whoever gets the most, obviously, wins. You want to start off? Oh, yeah. Got, as a, oh, 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 yeah, you ask questions. You ask questions, mate. You're the host. All right, so there's a bit of a theme around mine. Do I have to buzz in? <laughs> oh, I reckon you might be <laughs> right. But a point is still worth a point. Yep. Unless stated otherwise. Right. You'll get no bonus points, that's for sure. Yep. Um, and you've got one. I'll give you that. So, and speaking of one, these, question, these questions are themed around the number one. All right. All right. So all the answer is one. So available for the first Available for the first question, name three athletes with the number one. Can be current or past. Where number one? Yeah. Leon Davis. Correct. Um, geez. Number one, tough number. This is stump me. I've got you early. Yeah. I'm, I don't really think about the number ones. Um, geez. I'll give you 10 seconds because this is uh, – you don't want the silence through the car radio. People will be – Billy Slater have one number one? Yes, he did. Good. And um, can it be local footy? No, I can't. <laughs> um, Peter Bell? <laughs> I've got no idea. I'm going to look that up now. He's Jeez. absolutely stumped me. I don't reckon number you know one, that's just – yeah, that's a good one. I had Leon Davis shout off the bat, of course. Oh, no, now I'm thinking of a – I've got no idea, Peter oh. Bell. I know he's five foot nine from Googling it. Was, that's all right. Um, well, I'm not going to give you that one. That's fair enough. Now there was blokes Stephen May, oh, Angie yes. McGrath. Yeah. Um, there's a few all of them coming out back. There. Bloody Alex Vasolo for Carlton. Vasolo, <laughs> <laughs> gee whiz. So no, no points awarded. Fair enough. Question two: Who is the number one player on the PGA Tour in golf? John Rahm. It is, correct. We were just speaking about yeah. him off air too. When you spoke about him off air, I'm like, shit. <laughs> I'll just put that question in there. But anyway, okay, one one for you, one for the faithful. Ooh. Who was the number one draft pick last year in the AFL? Uh, last year, that was Finn Callahan. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know, I oh, on Instagram no. before. It was Aaron uh, Cadman. For oh, GWS. I had to see, right? Jeez. And the club. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, so the faithful's pipping you here. Oops. You're in strife. I thought these weren't too bad. All right, question three. Name three. Name the three NBA players that were number one picks from Melbourne. From Melbourne? Yep. NBA players from Melbourne. That were the number one pick. Bogut? Correct. Uh, Simmons? Correct. And the other one was Luke Longley. No, no? Oh. I'll give you another guy. 
I don't want to, I'll give you oh. a, I'll give you a hint. You wouldn't think he's Australian. Oh. You wouldn't think he's Australian. That's probably the worst thing to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> probably stumped you. Even yeah. Um, Dante Exum? No, it wasn't. It was Kyrie Irving. Oh. He was born in Melbourne. So he could have played for the Boomers, but he didn't. Yeah, that too. So no points were awarded there. Going on to question four. Right. Who is the number one tennis player in the world in the women's currently? Uh, is it? Iga Swatek? It is, correct. Yes. I wasn't sure because she didn't win the Australian Open, so I was like, oh, maybe they changed uh, it. No. It was a bit of a hard one, but yeah. you got it right there, so you've done well. Go, Iga. Two, two apiece as we go into the final question with a bonus for it, if you get it right. Who's got the number one goals in the Premier League this year and bonus for how many? Uh, it's Harland. It is Harland. How many has he got? Oh. Oh, I haven't seen it for a couple of weeks. 24? 27. Oh, that's good. You've done well. You've got, you've got three. Um, three out of two ain't bad. Let's see how I go here, actually. I'm a bit nervous. So. All right. I well, thought you should have done better, to be honest. I thought so, too, especially that flat. number one question. You know, you just get a bit frazzled. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. The, the camera on you, the spotlight. Yeah. Ooh, watch out. Yeah. You'll probably get five of five, but that's all right. So. Points point. No bonus points. <laughs> Mine's, mine does has a, have a theme as well, actually. Um, it's just what year. So I'll say a sporting event or something that's happened, and you just tell me what year it is from. 2023. Right, let's go. Shane Warne's 700th test wicket. What year was that in? 2005? No. 2006. Oh, oh flat on that. Is... I remember it was at the MCG. Yes, Boxing Day. The old finger running around the boundary. No one could catch him. Um, one to the fans, eh? In what year did Mark Webber debut in the F1? Whoa. I feel like I'm going to go way off here. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm going to go 1999. Uh, 2002 it was, so yeah, yeah, I was, close enough. I was in that realm. Um, I don't, yeah, I'm struggling here. I'm not going to lie. Fans got two. In what year... Was the famous hand of goal Maradona handball? Oh, jeez. I thought you know this. You're, you're pretty good at World Cups. I've got to just think from the years. Stab in the dark. I'm going to go with 1978. 1986. Flat. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I've absolutely embarrassed myself here. I, I, thought, that be, I thought you'd get them all, but. Uh, well, anyway. And again, pretty hard to get narrow it down to a year. Yeah. But- 40 years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Question four. What year was the famous Leighton Hewitt, Marcus Bagdadis, longest Australian Open tennis match? Jeez, you stumped me here. 2009? 2008. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh I've butchered this. I can't even win on the last question. I was like, it's, it's pretty hard questions. But it is, I, yeah. I, I like them. I like them. I just made them hard so I'd win, but the last question worth two, so you can draw level. What year did Tiger Woods win his first Masters? I reckon it is 1999. Do you want to have another go? No, I've already embarrassed myself. <laughs> uh, 1996? 97. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz. Oh, close for no cigar there, Zero mate. from five, like St. Kilda this year. 
Got that. Flat on that. I apologise to everyone out there listening. Um, That was pretty hard, though. If anyone actually did go (laughs) on those questions, please let us know. Um, Again, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, Join the lock group. Get the conversations going. Throw in a couple of multis. NRL season starting. AFL not too far away. Anything from you, Hixie? No, that's all. Great win by me in the quiz. Um, Might be on next week. Hopefully we get a few more boys here and – yeah, we've got to ramp it up a bit. Yeah, I reckon so. A bit slack, to be honest. Everyone's probably sick of hearing our voices. Um, maybe Thorny, is he coming oh. back around for another one and might record it well? Yeah, who knows? You might have Chipgate again and <laughs> smack on a few chips. But, no, thanks, everyone, for joining in um, and go Dons. Go Pies.